What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is not another damn podcast. Presented by our damn selves. Damn selves. 20, one, was it 185? 185. <laughs> I, just, I just got a uh, hundred lost episodes. <laughs> lost episodes. <laughs> 185. Yeah. 185, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to the lovely jazz creator of J-Scope. First fitness belt, ladies, that covers the entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workouts. Get a J-Scope, yes. get a J-Scope, just in time for the holidays. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm. Well, I want to start things off on an unfortunate note. Rest in peace. Going out to Mr. Tom Tiny Lister, better known as Debo from the Friday movies. 62 years old. Said he died of complications from COVID is what I was reading. Something that said he got COVID a few months back. So um, yeah. and that contributed to his death. Possibly so. And they said that uh, he was saying that uh, he thought that he was maybe getting it again because he, like mm-hmm. you said, he did have a few months ago in there. Mm-hmm. He wasn't feeling well in there. When um, his people didn't hear from him, um, when they were calling him. Yeah, because they, they had just him. talked to him that night before and then the, the following day, no, nobody heard from him. So, so then they did a wellness, wellness check. check and found him dead in, there, yeah. in his apartment. That yeah. He had to be there alone, you know. Yeah. Um, I grew up with this. Yeah, a lot of my childhood was watching him. Because before <laughs> he was Debo, he played Zeus in the WWE in the back yeah. in, the, in like, the late 80s. Yeah. He was like Hogan's nemesis in the. He beat Hogan. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he beat Hulk Hogan. He choked him out. I was at that. Yeah, was, I got a funny story. Yeah. <laughs> First wrestling show I ever went to, Survivor Series 1989. Like, yeah, when I was a kid. <laughs> oh. It was in the road. It was like the Rosemont Horizon was back then. It was um now it's called the Allstate Arena. Allstate Arena, right? Building, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, Zeus had a, was in one of the matches there because like Zeus's oh, team hey. versus Hogan's team. So I got to see um Debo live. <laughs> First wrestling <laughs> I ever went to, like yeah, I got to see one of his rare matches. He didn't wrestle that long. He wrestled right. a few months, so I got to see one of his his rare wrestling appearances. I was there. For. All right, us. So, yeah. yeah, history. Wow. Um, yeah, I just watched that match again on the WWE Network. And after he um after we lost him, I said, "Let me watch. Go back. Let me watch it." Right. Mr. That's Patty dope. <laughs> during, during his days as a pro wrestler, that a lot of people forgot about me. <laughs> I never would have knew that. Yeah, I was there. Feast me and feast. Feast was there too. Yeah. Feast okay. probably forgot, but I definitely remember. Feast <laughs> probably forgot the name. Oh yeah, that's right. Debo was there. Debo was there. <laughs> yeah, that was one of his rare wrestling appearances. Yeah, but um, what they said, um, Q Bomb had a nice um tribute he posted. I'm gonna read the exact thing verbatim. Let me go to Cube's Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His was good. He had a nice tribute about Tiny Lister. So let's read this if I ever find a damn thing. Yeah, because who didn't? I mean, like, we just, mm-hmm. you know, like, that's part of our child, like, the menacing, um, dun, 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 mm-hmm. when the music comes out, like, rise up on the bike. <laughs> I got it, yeah. R.I.P. Tiny Debo Lister, America's favorite bully, was a born entertainer who will pop into character at the drop of a hat, terrifying people on and off camera, followed by a big smile and a laugh. Thank you for being a good dude at heart. I miss you already. So that touched me right there. Because you could tell that um, 
you yeah with um with Tiny Lister, like you couldn't tell whether he was um serious or not. Like what right. popping the character and like that told the story perfectly there. Like he's they say in real life he's more like a gentle giant, but like after the Debo mode, you wouldn't know like people would actually get scared. It's like it's not like punk. Remember he um it was um, a few years ago it was the BT Awards, I think. It was was it the BT or Soul Trans? One of them award shows that Debo made an appearance. And like the host, and then we're legit scared. I remember that. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to laugh at that. Like she came on stage in character as Debo. I forgot which show that was. And then the host was like, oh, okay. It's like, hey. like yeah, he legit terrified people when he's going uh-huh. to Debo mode. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Because like the irony is that they say, like, even though his name was tiny, his nickname, he was six foot five. So yeah. the he's irony old, there. Dude, yeah. A lot of people don't know. Yeah, a lot of people probably couldn't figure out that he was blind in his right eye. Mm -hmm. He couldn't see on this side, which is like makes it even more impressive that he actually wrestled because he couldn't at all on this side. And in the way that he would like just deliver his characters and just do the lines and just like give like so much conviction in all his roles that he played. Yeah, that's amazing. I didn't know he was blind. Yeah, that's why his eye like it was all it would go like the other way because he was blind in his right eye. Yeah, I didn't know that. I never knew that. Wow. Yeah, he can only see on his left side. The so. fact that, you know, that he was able to overcome that adversity and become like, you know, like basically Great like, character actor. Like black like black uh hip hop, like black uh Hollywood royalty he was. He was He's black a great, great character actor is what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Some of his other roles he starred in, um he was in The Wash. I remember I'm just thinking of other movies. <laughs> <laughs> remember that he was one of the guys that worked at the car wash. Yeah. <laughs> He also played in um one of the worst movies of all time. Remember um Talking Dirty After Dark? Him and um Phyllis Yvonne Stickney were a couple in that. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Armed Talking and Dangerous with John Candy and um what's his name? Um Eugene Levy. I'm just thinking of more random movies he was in. Well, Eugene Levy, no way. I gotta look that up now. Yeah, Armed you know, like, uh, John Candy, Eugene <laughs> Levy. They put like security guards and like Debo. Like, <laughs> it sounds awesome. It sounds great. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it. It sounds great. <laughs> Debo, yeah, Gene Levy, John Candy, and Tiny Lister. Like, how can you go wrong with that? <laughs> the people who don't know who Eugene Levy is, aka Jim's dad Jim from American Pie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then John Candy, um, Uncle Buck. You know, John, everybody knows. Um, Spike Bart, from Mom, Bruce's Bruce Millions. Spike. Yeah. <laughs> Spike, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everybody. Um, he's the Blues Brothers. He played like one of the de- detectives chasing Jake and Elwood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he played Ox and um, was it Stripes with Bill Murray? <laughs> <laughs> Ox, yeah, that was one of my favorites. Now I know I'm gonna get back to um, Tiny. I went into a whole John Candy, <laughs> <laughs> Second City alum, much like myself. Shout out, yeah. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, that one, yeah. Uh, in 62, like, so young, man, yeah. It's like, that's not old at all to just gone, man. <laughs> and then also earlier this week, um, we had the other loss, too, with Natalie DeSell. Oh, that's yeah, Natalie DeSell. Um, lost her. I forgot to mention her first, because um, once Tiny happened, that one, I was like, oh, because probably because um, I had a, a more of a connection with him because – you saw him I, at the wrestling. I yeah. saw the wrestling show and Friday. I was a big fan of the, yeah. the original Friday movie, which uh-huh. I saw in the show. Like, might have been opening day I saw Friday. 
But um, mm-hmm. yeah, that was um, I was a big fan of that dude. Yeah, but um, Natalie Desell Reed, um, was she fifty two? Fifty three. Fifty three. She um, colon cancer. Colon cancer. I want to say. Now she played um in Halle Berry and Baps like. And Baps. She played she um, Dre's also, sister and how to be a, how to be. A I, that's the one I loved her in. I loved her in how to be a player as like the nosy little sister. One who tried to set him up, but then he like weasels his way out of it because he invited <laughs> all of his holes to that my party. Line, my <laughs> line, you a beast who's about to get busted. You a beast about to get busted on him. <laughs> Somehow he wiggled his way out of all of it. And then her girl was a hater and she set him up and shit. Yeah, girl, making <laughs> me so mad. model, Mario model was a hater and set him up. Because yeah. <laughs> he had got out of the party. Shit. He wiggled out of right. every one of those. And shit. Right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Lisa Turtle was his girl in that Lisa movie. Turtle. <laughs> movie. Yeah. Lisa from Saved by the Bell played Bill Bellamy's girl. And um, Natalie DeSell Reed played his sister. With his little nosy little sister. And then, um, yeah, she also starred on the show Eve. In the uh, nah, early 2000s, yeah. yeah. You've had she a sitcom like back. UPN, right? UPN? Uh-huh. On UPN, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had a sitcom on UPN that a lot of people forgot about. She played her bestie, I think, on there. Yeah, Janie. Yeah, she was like the the always uh, effervescent, gives you opinions when you really didn't ask for them sometimes. She was like that friend, but she has sweet intentions. She was, mm-hmm. you know, like her characters have always been like likable characters. Like, you know, you like her. Mm-hmm. You know, because of her personality, and everybody just said that she was just such a sweetheart, and just just nice hearing that news, we had to about her. Yeah, just hearing that news, it was just. Let's find that. I want to read the quote verbatim. You know, I like going to the source. And they actually, and they were actually set to do a, a backstage play, but because of COVID, you know, this um, ain't no stage. Ain't no stage play. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they were supposed to be doing one because, like, you know, they were all set because. Um, she and Pierre, I believe, were the only ones who were going to return the original cast that was going to be okay. in the stage play of it. And then COVID so happened. Pierre so is definitely doing production. stage plays now, so I definitely <laughs> 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 production on it. And then, you know, then this happened. Maureen from Natalie DeSell Reed's Instagram is like, it is with extremely heavy hearts that we share the loss of our beautiful Natalie this morning from colon cancer. She was a bright light in this world a queen, an extraordinary mother and wife. Her diverse career touched so many and she will be loved forever. Naturally, we are grieving and processing this profound loss. We thank you in advance for respecting our privacy. It's an extremely difficult time. So sad. Yeah. At least she had three kids, I think. At least she was a mother of three, I want to say. Yeah. Well, I saw broke the story was I saw Holly Robinson Pete broke it because and I saw um, Halle Berry is where I saw because it. Holly Robinson Pete's uh, mom was her manager. Uh huh. So that's why because she was like I got to know Natalie when my mom was managing her, mm-hmm. and that's how she got to know Natalie. So and I saw Halle post yeah. on her um t- on her um Instagram or Twitter one of th- you know, she as Halle posted um about yeah that, I saw her. Yeah, that's yeah, she was like she just couldn't cause, and then what was so ironic what was so ironic is that Thursday before she passed she had shared a throwback she had posted Thursday something from BAPS from yeah. Yeah. it's right. so um, ironic she had just posted a she BAPS just posted that as right a throwback before Thursday. that yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and then she passed away like that Monday morning like Monday she had just passed away and she posted that Thursday the throwback Thursday clip with them mm-hmm. in characters because they were doing like an MTV interview but they were in their BAPS characters doing their MTV and you're like, hey, they're doing like there, you know. So it just was mm-hmm. just sad. 
Like, you know, like our black, that's our black Hollywood, you know, like we, yeah, you know, like we love that. Like, we all like, we um, uh, we, you're familiar you know, right? with, yeah. with them. If you're like a product of the 90s and um, they were mm-hmm. big in the 90s, both Natalie DeSalle yeah. and Tiny Lister, they were huge in the 90s, both of them. They were like, and she, was in the, uh, she was in the Brandy Cinderella. She played one, this. yeah, she played one of the evil stepsisters. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was um not not wrong one. I was supposed to say the hip hopper. That was Carmen. Would be honest. Okay. <laughs> was that the same producers? I don't remember. I don't know. But I mixed those up. Like they, yeah. Like, hip hopper. Was that the hip? Oh, no, that was the hip hopper. That was a different one. <laughs> <laughs> those kind of remind me of each other. The Cinderella, the, the Whitney Houston being the fairy godmother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. But it was just really just just overall just sad news that we had to hear. Just, I'm like, damn you, 2020. Like this 2020 is just fucking sucks, man. <laughs> like I mean, like we still pro, we still trying to process Kobe. We still trying to process Chadwick. We still trying to process Alex Trebek. You know, it's like and then a wild ass year, man. Yeah, it's just Cliff Robinson is just like man. This year has just sucked, man. <laughs> Regis Philbin. Regis, yeah. Just... Hugh Downs. Um, just lost um all my country. The fans, Charlie Pride just died. Yeah, I saw that Charlie Pride. Yeah, mm-hmm. black country legend right there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what is going on? It's wild, man. 2020 been wild as hell, bro. And then some of our greats, um, like uh, Jerry Stiller, um, Carl Reiner. So A couple of the OGs we call them. Our, you know, um, our great answers, you think- know. Janae Dubois was this year. I want to yeah, say. Janae Dubois. Um, been a lot, man. Kirk Douglas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was like some some big names. Naya Rivera, we lost this year. Yeah. So can just twenty twenty to been wild. We doing our oh, we kind of doing our wrap up already, like a couple of weeks in advance. We gonna our talk Ruth, about all this again, like when Ruth we wrap Bader up. Ginsburg. Yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, been a wild year, man. Um. Um. Carl, uh, Carl, um, Lewis. Carl Lewis. Carl Lewis. Um, um, I missed that. No, not Carl Lewis. Um, I'm drawing a blank. What did he do? I can't think of who. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't think of who. Somebody else. Mm. Who would you say? You said, you said Cliff Levis. You said Cliff. Cliff Cliff Robinson, former Carol Blazer, six man of the year. Yeah. When Jordan hits the shot and he shrugs, like Cliff Robinson's right behind him. Like, right, 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 right. right, right. Is the head <laughs> man on that's Cliff Robinson. It lost him this year too. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But uh, let's shift gears, like, cause yeah, <laughs> it's been a wild ass year, right, and we still in COVID, but apparently Pfizer, the vac, the vaccine has been approved by the <laughs> FDA, and as we speak. I hear that the doses are starting to be shipped out. Hmm. As we record this, I did see that story this morning. It's like, so they shipping these doses. So, but um, for all the anti-vaxxers, like have no fear. It's like, um, it's not going to be available to regular folks anyway. <laughs> medical fo- medical um, workers. And they're saying, uh, if you live in like um, a senior facility, like assisted living, like that's where they right. are. They started with those because um, you work in the medical field, you're around people with COVID all the time, so you're vulnerable. And then the older people are in that vulnerable, like they're in that uh-huh. 
that mm-hmm. area, that vulnerable area, I guess. I don't know what's, what's is area the right word. Right. You're in that, um, in that, in that field, that, basically in yeah. that field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In that field of, uh, mm-hmm. of your profession. Cause you're more susceptible to, mm-hmm. to things. So breakfast mm-hmm. club had a hilarious, um, they were talking about the vaccine and the anti-vax thing. And like me, I'm kind of like with Charlemagne on that. I'm not anti-vax. I'm not pro-vax. It's just like, it is what it is. If you want to take it, take it. If you don't want to, but it's like, they had a thing. It's like, um, I forgot where they got this song from, but somebody posted a tweet. Like people, um, some boy, they scared to take the vaccine, but you out here eating strangers asses though. So then they had a ball. They did a call in segment. It's like, was, would you rather take the vaccine or eat a stranger's ass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You um, you hooking up with a chick you just met and eating her ass. So, yeah, it's like that's pretty dangerous. So I kind of <laughs> as Brewster said, none of the above. How about none of the above? <laughs> it was hilarious. Like some of the responses. People, people, do weren't, people weren't leaning towards that eating the ass one. That's what made it funny. It's like <laughs> that's what's hilarious about it. <laughs> so a lot of ass eaters that called into that segment. <laughs> Just want to admit they yes, <laughs> not be judged. <laughs> we know where it was. That was their way of coming out as an, as an ass eater. <laughs> but it is true with that though. Uh, people are like, like that's the problem I have. Like if you if you're a person and you do everything au naturel and don't believe in yeah you can't um, you can't get mixed messages because another thing i I feel you with that i feel you with that if they really wanted to get us there's easier ways to get you than through a vaccine that like half the people in the country don't even want to take right now anyway so at least half the people that don't want to it's like (laughs) like, have you ever ever read a coca-cola bottle and shit all the fucking ingredients on that shit is like, yeah. you don't know, you, you don't know if you eat Pringles and shit, like all this shit, like you, you put in your body, you don't know what's in this shit. It's like, like the only way they, you- they put it in your Coke bottle if they wanted to get you, not a fucking, not a syringe. Uh, <laughs> right there on that shelf. It's still a COVID, Coke bit. You know, you have it with the Coke, right? <laughs> like, Coke bit is a good title for the episode. Coke bit, right? It'll be right there. Mm-hmm. But like, that's my thing. If they really want to get you, they got it's better ways to get you. Popeye's chicken sandwich. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you I don't know what's in that fucking sandwich. I still have not eaten a Popeye's chicken sandwich. I have not. Mm-hmm. I don't know if many other people can say that, but I haven't eaten a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Well, I have wow. You got two people right here that have never two tasted people right here it. I can't never tell you if it sucks or not. I've never tasted it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> So uh, if they wanted to put something in you, that would be a much easier way that Popeye's chicken sandwich. Like, we, and don't know, we don't know the ingredients in that breading and shit. <laughs> and then let's not even go here. Like if you drink liquor, they can get mm. your alcohol. Yep. It's the holiday season. I'm sure that people may be feeling festive. So especially I see the holiday nog at the um at the grocery. I was at Jewel earlier today. <laughs> your liquor? A little holiday nog they got there. <laughs> they got the little holiday nog out by the front. <laughs> People that like getting them, um, you know those impulse buys. You might pick one up. Yeah, they <laughs> have right there, the right by the checkout. The, the, um, the ENJ one with the yeah. uh, liquor and the holiday eggnog. Holiday nog. I saw it today. Yeah, by the register. Mm-hmm. So okay, look uh-huh. at that. For all the alcohol, for all the alcoholics, is Eddie alcoholics. Kane. <laughs> Eddie Kane would say. <laughs> and then another, if you smoke, mm-hmm. 
Like, I mean, we know they're about smoking because, like, we've seen the Truth commercial for years. Yeah, they talk about all this shit. Now they, they, now they, the they do think now is the va- vaping is what they're going after now. I vaping. guess they, um, cigarettes, like, um, I, I won't say they dead, but, like, um, it's, it's, it's very rare you see, like, motherfuckers smoking in public like that. It's just like, yeah, like, smoking in public is, is such, like, a taboo thing now. Don't people see it all that much. Even, like, by when you go, like, by the entrances way, it's like, you used to see people outside smoke. You don't even see that as much anymore. Mm-hmm. You might see, like, one or two people, like, smoking outside now. But um, now vaping is the thing that um, the truth commercials are going after now. That's what I've been seeing. If you vape, <laughs> this is what happens to your body when you vape. Mm-hmm. You're going to grow a third ear right here. Putting these toxins in you when you vape. Yeah, now they... (laughs) They show you looking like, um, like the, uh, creature from, uh, the Goonies. They show you looking like that. Like, if you, you know, they make, like, claims that you'll look like that. It's like, whoa. But, I mean, it's many other ways. Like, I've always said, unless you're growing your own food, uh, preparing your own food, and what I mean, you have to actually agriculture. Like, even if you go to Whole Foods, you don't know what, like, now I'm not trying to be a conspiracy person. If you go to a store, you don't know what happened to it before it got to the store. No they matter how something is like organically grown, but unless you grew it, you don't fucking Unless know. you grew it yourself, you don't know. Those people be like, well, I shop at Whole Foods and I buy all organic. Okay. Did you sit and watch the farmer grow it organically? Okay. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be paranoid person to try and like make you be like with a tinfoil hat and you know, I'm not trying to do that, but Unless you actually do everything yourself, then you don't know what's going into your food. You don't. Mm-hmm. You can speculate and you can do as much and be careful, but mm-hmm. unless you're doing your own things, like I know people who have like chickens, so like they have their chickens lay their eggs and they eat fresh eggs from their chickens. Mm-hmm. Um, I have people who like grow their own food, have I like do that as well. Mm-hmm. So unless you're doing that. And if you are a person who likes to drink, it's people who brew their own beer. If you do that, I mean, then you know exactly. All, all my, my weed smokers, they grow their own weed. Grow your own you know, marijuana. Especially now that you can do that legally, it's not against right. the law to grow your own weed now. So mm-hmm. I know people that do that. Mm-hmm. So unless you're doing all this stuff yourself. Well, in Illinois, it's still very illegal in a lot of states. Yeah, but. let's rephrase that. Yeah, don't go out there because like, you try to be another state. This plays uh, everywhere. I thought about that and shit. Yeah, shout out to my Dublin, Ireland people that listen all the time. Yeah. This shit plays everywhere. So, yeah, if you're in Illinois, yeah, like, you can grow your own weed. <laughs> in yeah. another neighboring state, so, yeah, like, like, Indiana, I think this shit is still illegal there, so don't do that shit if you listen Wisconsin to Wisconsin is illegal. In don't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to, well, Oz and Naima said we could. Oz and Naima ain't said shit. <laughs> in Chicago, said Illinois. Illinois. I'm talking about Illinois. first of this year, it became legal in Illinois. <laughs> yeah. And then we don't know where that money went, but that's another story. So, <laughs> and, and, and Daddy JB's pockets. <laughs> right, right here in my pocket. <laughs> Daddy Rick. It's a good place for money in this world. <laughs> you watch car wash and shit. That's what he did. <laughs> but yeah, the vaccine is um being shipped as we speak. I'm looking at it right now, the news story. So yeah. We shall see. We'll see how that goes. Um, I wonder um what the end game is for this shit. Like, um if a, if a, if people pretty much reject it, like um I say I guys keep saying, what's the end game? How's this going to end? We're not going to stay in. We're going to be walking around in, in um 
with bras on our face forever and shit. How's this gonna end and shit? Yeah. <laughs> in my mind, in my mind, I'm picturing we're gonna be like the Wiz, and we're just gonna wake up like, can you feel a <laughs> We're just gonna wake up and do Kobe, that. Kobe is the wicked witch, is what you say. Kobe is Evelyn. Rest in peace to the late Mabel King. Water. I hate water. I hate water. <laughs> we're just gonna do that and just like pull up our mask and be dancing in the street like what is the end game like i mean if this was a musical that's how covid would oh uh, yeah covid the musical that's sick man <laughs> pun intended that's sick covid the musical it's sick <laughs> that'd be the review i gave it <laughs> COVID the musical. i can't, I can't. <laughs> Now we on like um, Seth MacFarlane or like you know somebody to like write like because <laughs> he's good with like writing tunes and stuff somebody like that to write. <laughs> I was watching my friend over in China walking around wearing these masks. <laughs> I said, "Look at these fools over in China. You can all kiss my ass." <laughs> Now here in America. And you gotta wait for the chorus line come out like. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. You got, you, like, we get, like. Donald the- Trump said it was a hoax, but now it ain't no joke. <laughs> we got the COVID. <laughs> COVID the musical. Let's go, man. <laughs> but like we say, like, uh, you have to sometimes laugh to keep from crying. So that's what the phrase, that's what that brother phrase. walk in, man, his disease is crazy, yo. And even took out the homie Debo. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. COVID the musical. Let's go, man. <laughs> Degrees is crazy, yo. He even wiped out the homie Debo. <laughs> I just made all that shit up off the top of my head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't plan none of this. So I just made up COVID the musical. The lyrics, all that shit. Right? <laughs> and then we got to have, uh, oh, they have Alec Baldwin be Donald Trump in it because, come on, he has to be Donald You got to play Trump, yeah. And you got to bring you got to bring in Jim Carrey's Joe Biden. Let's bring all of them in, God damn it. <laughs> Iron off, bring them all in. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them and on. Has to be, so yeah, she can I work for her. Mm-hmm. And have him doing the you know the Trump hands. Speaking of Trump, you saw he lost the appeal. <laughs> Texas, I saw that, yeah. Yeah. I got people in Texas that were um laughing their ass off at that shit. People are like uh <laughs> now people are saying now it's over over now. <laughs> it's really gonna be over over when the electoral comes. Yeah, when the electoral which is uh Monday, they do the electoral on the fourteenth. So. so yeah. Sooner rather than later it's gonna be over over. Cause I mean his but my thing is he's out here playing chess. He is playing chess. Trump is like people just see what he's doing in front of they don't see what he's doing, like what he's working behind. Like this is just all a distraction. All these people getting sucked into him, like people on the left being, "Oh, he's abusing the Constitution. He's thinking that he's above the law." 
and then his right people, his right wing extreme people. Y'all, y'all worked up over a bunch of nothing. That's everybody wrong. is <laughs> everybody is just falling for the banana in the tailpipe. You see, I didn't I didn't mention him, yeah, but since we talked about it, everybody falling for the banana in the tailpipe. I mean, I just had to address it because I'm like, it's a big it's story. It's current. So I get it. Yeah, it's a big story. But oh, my energy said bullshit, but I know. But my mean. thing is, I'm like, you guys are really falling for the okie doke. Y'all are like, this man is out here. He's he got some shit that he's planning. He's like playing chess while we out here playing checkers on him. He is like he like we like to try to be like he's stupid this and that. He's not as stupid as you think. He's not. And all this is just smoke and mirror. Stupid at all. He just um likes to talk and shit. This all. all this is smoke. All of this is smoke and mirrors. What he's doing while he's creating this distraction, like um, what he's saying. Uh, swordfish. Uh, what was his name? Gabriel said swordfish. Like, how did who did he make an elephant disappear or something the in the room? Directions, Stanley. That's what's going yeah, on right Donald, now. This Donald Trump is um is fucking Stanley. <laughs> I mean, not Stanley. Yeah, like, it's um it's Gabriel and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Getting people worked up and then like ginger and shit. God damn it, let's go. <laughs> the people who I've said it, it's done. It's done. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> they said she just wants to get the hell out of the White House and just go home. <laughs> That's what they said. I mean, I can imagine her play how she's feeling because like she's she just over didn't ask for any of this shit. She's like, look, she didn't want to be first lady. Shit. She just wanted to marry a billionaire. That's what. Marry a rich man. She didn't want to be first lady and shit. At all. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> She just want her sugar daddy. No, like, to be honest, Michelle didn't want to be first lady. Like, no. Barack talked about that on his Breakfast Club interview. He's like, Michelle uh-huh. did not want me to run. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But the scrutiny that you get, it's like. And once, like, the, um, once the, it started catching, like, he started catching fire, like, but, um, she didn't want him to run. She was like, yeah, she's like, she said, that's one of the things, like, because, um, People look at them and say, God, they got this perfect marriage and family. But he talked about that. It's like, no, it wasn't as perfect as you think. <laughs> It probably was 50 50 that Michelle was going to leave him during that time because she didn't want to be part of none of that shit. <laughs> he was like, Yeah, she, she, she almost left me, but yeah, we, we figured it out though. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a lot. Like all the scrutiny that you get. Yeah, just... the public eye the whole time. Like, look at her now. Like, yeah. People say you look like a, a fucking man and shit all the time. Like, who wants that life and shit? Come on. Yeah. Who she the fuck does. wants that? <laughs> yeah, what she does. Nobody wants that and shit. <laughs> <laughs> She wore her arms out. She's wearing a sleeveless shirt. What? Are we really talking about her wearing her arms out? Her arms are freaking great. But uh, it seems like Miss, uh, excuse me, Doctor Biden. It seems like Doctor Jill Biden. It seems like she's that she'll probably have a better. She's been there. She's been there before. Biden has been in politics for like fucking fifty years. So like, so (laughs) she's been there. It's like she'll be received better, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like uh, with Michelle. I said we know why she wasn't received by certain people. We know why. Well, <laughs> and then Melania, we know why she wasn't received by people because like they like viewed her as like, oh, she's a she's a dingbat, you know, like <laughs> you know, like why she wasn't received. Mm-hmm. But uh, Dr. Jill Biden is going to be received much better because mm-hmm. it's like she has that appeal to like kind of everybody because. She was a teacher. She's a doctor. She's a suburban. You know, she, you know, like she can vibe with like the suburban mom and then the teachers, and you know, she can relate to like a lot of different people. And it's hard to like pinpoint flaws in her and be like, 
ugh, you, you know, it's hard for people to like say mean things to her and feel good about it. Because the fact that she married a man who was widowed with mm. children, with small children. Yeah. So, I mean, like, how once the name was just kind of there and she was just super fucking nice. So people didn't really go after Laura Bush that much either. Cause yeah, yeah, Laura was, Bush. It's like a fucking soccer mom like baking cookies like she's just <laughs> fucking nice Nobody really there even much people hated w you never really heard people talk about her no they she did she's so did. fucking nice and shit. <laughs> so you really didn't hear nobody say shit about her she's like she's like at home baking cookies that's what she's yeah. saying that type of shit. <laughs> she like she'll be on the fundraiser for your for her kids school at the pta is what she seemed like she seemed like such a nice fucking lady so nobody really said shit too much about her right are you ready to shift gears from politics? Yes. And talk about um, is knocking a black man out racist? Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard this story? <laughs> oh, I must have missed this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I love when, I, love when I break some news to you. Yeah. Let's talk about um, Jamel Hill and Kari Champion. You know they have their show on Vice. They also have a podcast as well. Too. Right. Right. Oh, they, one of their recent episodes, they had Jake Paul on there. Yeah. And you know Jamel Hill's going Jamel. <laughs> Jamel's going Jamel. So she asked him, like, um, in these sensitive times we're in right now, is knocking a black man out racist? Like, so then Jake Paul, he answered right away. He's like, nah, it's like it's sports. Like, you know what it is. Then he had like a Teddy Riley moment with his internet got like kind of goofy. So then when he got back up and shit, um, then Kari Champion doubled down. Like Jamel seemed like she was more jokey with it. And Kari Champion is like, yeah, but let's get back to this question. Is knocking a black man out racist? He's like, no, I stop asking me this stupid ass question. So then he got hot a little bit, and then that's when um Kari said, well, "We trying to keep you woke or some shit." She said like that, and yeah. But um, I thought it was a dumbass question. I think Jamel was half joking, and Kari was more serious. Yeah, he just didn't, he didn't like take the. He didn't take it as like, oh, we just. <laughs> I think the second time is when he got annoyed. The first time because yeah, like, but um, if somebody asks, especially as a as a white man, like this the last that just knocked out a black dude. It's the last thing you want to do is be called racist. Exactly. So, um, he asked me, answered, and now when she asked the second time, that's when he started getting annoyed. Like, um, why you keep on bringing this up? Like, like unless I like asked the question, like why? Yeah. <laughs> unless you got me on tape making uh, racial slurs and doing things like that, then. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have me on tape doing that, they absolutely come after me all you want. But and to me, like um, where they um, like I said I'm trying to get, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt, Jamel more so because she 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 was kind of laughing the whole time. She seemed like it was like, hey, is it racist? Like she was kind of chuckling the whole time. It's like, what well, um, like, but with her, but Jamel being Jamel, like her jokes don't come off the same as like if me and you said the shit, like it would come off more as jokey and shit, yeah. If you had like comedians saying it, it would really come off joke, like if Leon like, Rock always, was like that, or like Wildcat was saying yeah. shit, yeah. Like, we always say the cinema sense, that's racist, you know, yeah. the way you say like that. Like that, it's, it's more like cinema sense. Like that's yeah. what I think Jamel was going for that, but um, it didn't hit because uh, Jamel was going to Jamel. Jamel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, where was I going with that? I forgot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, here's the thing with um, the whole Jamel Hill thing with um, with um, where she's like, I heard Kari, I'm trying to choose my words carefully. The ignorance in that statement is that is that racist is because if you know the history of boxing, 
boxing is the one sport that was never segregated. It was always integrated, right? Well, you had like Joe Lewis and like Jack Johnson knocking white boys out, like, uh, like back in the day. Like, Jack um, Johnson was doing that in the 30s, in the 20s yeah. and the 30s, yeah. Mm-hmm. Joe Lewis is probably like the 30s and 40s or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his prime was, probably 40s, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Joe Lewis's ass. Yeah. <laughs> now I was like, yeah, and that's yeah. See, Joe fought Rocky Marciano. Yeah, so once that, yeah, and he did beat Joe Lewis. That actually happened. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't lying and coming to America. Joe Lewis did get his ass with like our. The reason why I know that's because of coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I've discovered that then, and I went and looked up to so I say, like, yeah, he did get his ass. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he was right. <laughs> Arsenio was right. <laughs> I don't know how old he was, but he got his ass whipped. hundred nine years old. Like that actually happened, <laughs> but um, yeah, like that's the ignorance of the statement is like where other sports like baseball, we famously know Jackie Robinson crossing yeah, the, the color line, yeah, the Negro yeah. League, yeah. But um, boxing was like yeah, yeah. no brothers allowed back in the day, day. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that's why why the ABA became a thing because I because all brothers were allowed there. So there you go. Right. <laughs> yeah, all brothers allowed. No <laughs> brothers allowed. All brothers allowed. Was it any white dudes in the ABA? I don't remember. Name your favorite white ABA player. I can't. <laughs> I can only think of the brothers like <laughs> Dr. J. And like, like was it any? I don't think it was any white ABA players. Uh, Jackie Moon, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, Jackie Moon. What are you doing? That's right. Yeah, we got to name um, a fictional one. Find a one. Find a white player. We got to name a fictional. I got to look back at my ABA history. So I'm trying to remember. Was it any white boys in that league? I don't remember. Might <laughs> have not been. Yeah, other than Jackie Moon. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but that's where that's what um, what me thinking as a sports fan thought that is like you know the history of boxing you yeah. know that it's, that went racist at all. Yeah, and all um, and I think race. Nate was the one who called out Jake Paul and if you call somebody out then you get your ass kicked that's on you <laughs> I think he was the one that called him out <laughs> if I'm not mistaken I got to look back I think Nate was the one that challenged Jake Paul to if you do all this <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you can't challenge somebody in there and get knocked out. That's kind of don't write don't write a check that your uh don't write a check with your mouth that your ass can't cash. Ain't that what they say? Yep. That's what happens sometimes. You write a check with your mouth, you like and I'm going to According according to that's what Sarge said to um dresser in the five heart beat. Then he asked to see his best combination. On my ass. And then he said his combination wasn't shit, yeah. <laughs> and then he showed him some real dancing, but that's a whole nother thing. Five heart pieces. Pay attention, you might learn something. <laughs> but yeah, it is like that though. You have to um But that was my whole thing I got. I said they were they were joking, especially Jamel. Kari seemed like she was like more serious when she doubled down, but Jamel definitely seemed like she was joking in it. Jake Paul answered the first time was kind of lighthearted. When Kari asked the second time, that's when he got annoyed. You could tell, and that's when shit it got it got real in this bitch. Then, like when <laughs> that's what I saw at least. But I think it started out as a joke that turned and serious. I get it. And, and especially <laughs> in these time, in these times, you don't want to imply like white people do not want to be implied at all that they're racist. Especially if you're if you're not a white not. supremacist at all, and like somebody right. like puts you in that box is like that's the last place. You want to be as a white person who's not. If you're a racist, you don't care. It's like if you're a racist, you don't care. You like, ah, yeah. yeah, like coming from you, that's a compliment. Saying I'm a white spread. like yeah. If you're a racist, you don't give a but shit. But if you're not, and then somebody <laughs> says you are, 
And then, like we say, like uh, sometimes once a story catches wildfire, mm-hmm. he can't put it out. And then he's a racist. It's like I'm not a fucking racist, you know. It's right, like on both sides, I'm trying to like um, I'm trying to be fair to both sides to Jake Paul and to Jamel and Kari. I think mm-hmm. um, they were joking. It was a joke that kind of became semi-serious, and then he got a little annoyed. It's like, <laughs> that's what it looked like to me. So I'm trying to, like, give both of them the benefit of the doubt on both sides of that. I don't think they were attacking him, I think, because like you see seeing that on the right side is yes, um, that um, they were attacking they were him. Attacking. I think it was a joke that just didn't – I don't think it was, it was an a amb- joke that just landed wrong. Like, some stuff be ambushes, and you could tell, like, when some people be like, yeah, I'll come out and do this interview, and then you go in like, yeah, it's lighthearted. And then people come mm-hmm. in, this is done. And it's coming just asking you all these, like, but the questions, you're like, wait a minute, what just happened? Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell certain things are ambushes. You can tell mm-hmm. when ambushes happen. But you can tell, honestly, where things may have just went a little bit off, and you're just like, okay. It went a little off, but that's what Birdman was trying to prevent with the whole put some respect on my name with the Breakfast Club. But instead, he made a viral moment because he was trying to prevent an ambush, but he didn't. (laughs) But he didn't know they were recording that shit the whole time. Like all that shit happened before the interview started. All the extracurricular shit. Because the interview was like he walked out in like thirty seconds. Like technically, it was a thirty second interview. All the other shit was like before they even started. I just want to. I just want to thank whoever created the meme with Birdman with his arms folded. It said. When you uh when you go to the uh beauty shop and the person who came after you uh gets service before you, <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know that to, um they don't have appointments and shit. Like when I when I had hair and I used to go to the barber shop, yeah, you go to get a haircut <laughs> and somebody comes in after. Like, uh, I know that um uh, I know this dude pretty much works on walk-ins. He don't do appointments like that. right. <laughs> So I guess he just liked them better than me. I don't know. <laughs> I want to thank uh, people. And, that, and that's what made me shave my head because of the bad experiences of the barber. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> my fa- father time actually made me shave. Father time head. actually stopped you, but <laughs> mother nature combined with father time did this, the, the combination. Mother and father got me on that one. <laughs> Well, speaking of interviews, did you uh, see the Olivia Jade interview on Red Table Talk? Did you see hers? I heard about it, but break it down for me. I watched it. So Olivia Jade, if you guys don't know who she is, she's the daughter of Lori Laughlin, a.k.a. Becky, and her husband. Um, went to jail. Um, it was a great um, episode of... Um, on um, a very special episode, the funny or die, like it's a hilarious episode about Uncle yeah, with uh, uh, Becky cheating to get her kids into school. Yeah, <laughs> it's facts on the watch. That aged very well. That aged very well because like that episode they, was done in the nineties. Like they predicted the future in Full House, but go ahead. Yeah, because she was trying to get her, her twins in the prestigious uh, preschool, and then so that, yeah. oh, the twins. So is that them all growing up now? The college kids. <laughs> <laughs> the same kids. They just grow up. <laughs> well, Olivia J appeared on Red Table Talk to basically talk about what she's been going through and which we'll call it wasn't having it. Uh, Gam. I heard. Talking shit. That's what I heard. Was going what I, heard. I haven't seen it, but that's what I heard. That. Gam went in because she said, uh, when it's real problem where she said people look at you she said they'll be like child please like you know she basically told her like you have your privilege and you know you're in your little privilege and this and that but Olivia from her standpoint I do like that she is 
Uh, she's like, I'm not trying to get sympathy because she was like, because what I did, what my parents did, it was wrong. And she said, but this is my teaching moments that I'm learning about what's outside my bubble because if you've been in your bubble your whole life, that's all you know. But now when you go outside the bubble, that's how you break that cycle so you can learn. So you won't be ignorant no more. And that's what her standpoint was, is that I'm trying to learn. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not expecting sympathy, but I'm trying to learn. One one thing I hope happened is that um hope that Jada's mom kept the same energy when she was talking to Jada about entanglement. Nah. Wow, please. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that energy then? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> entanglement. August. It's August. <laughs> that, had, that, that happened this year, too. This year been wild as fucking. <laughs> that was man. this year, too. <laughs> what a wild-ass fucking year that happened this year, too. <laughs> Let's talk. You want to talk some sports now? You got anything else? We're going to wrap this up definitely on some sports. Starting with breaking news. Illinois fires Lovey Smith. <laughs> you <Yeah>. saw that? <laughs> I saw that. Mm-hmm. Not surprised. I don't think um they had all that much success during this time there. Yeah, I said yesterday when um when Illinois was like only had three points, and I'm like, Lovey about to lose his job. I said mm-hmm. that. I'm trying to get his record. Um, somebody had posted it on my timeline on Facebook. They said, not surprised. They posted his record since he'd been there, and it was very, like, way more losses than winning. Yeah. Because yeah. he's been there five years, I think. Mm-hmm. He had five years as an Illinois coach. He definitely didn't have the success he had with the Bears. Because the Bears um, Bears went to a Super Bowl. They went to a Super Bowl, yeah. It's like, but um, it didn't translate to, to, his, to the college level when he went from um, pro to college. It didn't translate. So maybe Lovey gets another shot in the NFL. Like I hope he, um, if not as a head coach, then maybe um, as some kind of coordinator or something. I hope he gets another shot in the NFL. Right. It didn't work out um on that level. So the Bears are still a fucking mess. But <laughs> you know, I think they just won the day. But still, though, that team able to do another soft. Is it a soft reboot? Or they're probably gonna do a hard reboot this time. Yeah, yeah probably. So since Lovey's gone, how many reboots would that have been? Like four something? If they fire everybody now, this would be like the fourth reset. I think it's the fourth reset. Probably. Because <laughs> they had Tressman, they had um, Fox, and then they have the current um, Nagy. That is, that is Nagy? Nagy, yeah. <laughs> Nagy, no, I don't pronounce it. No. Yeah. So this yeah. will be the fourth um, reset, yeah. This would be the fourth one and shit. Um, but um, NBA news. You watch the preseason at all? I'm shifting from football. I football. Yeah. Psst, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> they got ran out the gym. The less said about them, the better. But what's right. uh, McCauley look? Our rookie looked pretty good. Patrick Williams. Uh, he looked pretty good. The rookie okay. looked pretty good. He looked he bad. Did. He didn't look uh, bad because um, even Stacey King was like, he's like playing not like a rookie. He's playing with confidence and. He wasn't playing scary, and that's what you want a rookie to go out. You want them to go out and to not be timid and stuff. Is he a three or is he a four? What do you think um, for modern NBA? Um, I kind of like him at four. I was going to say a four. I think he's a four. I more like so. him, so I would um, definitely think about um, moving, marketing. Like, I like him at the four. 
I like him there because marketing, I wasn't, even though it was just one preseason game, mom, I wasn't impressed by him at all. <laughs> Kobe White, Zach looked good. Kobe looked good, yeah. Otto Porter, he seems like he's um good again because he's been battling injuries pretty much since he's been in Chicago. He looked good. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, on um, Houston, there, yeah, John Wall looked like he ain't missed a step. John mm-hmm. Wall and Boogie are going to be fun. Yeah. Especially if the Rockets are moving on from James Harden, in which, like, it's so many trades like up there, yeah. Because he wasn't even with the team. He didn't even travel to Chicago with him. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because he got yeah. – um, he went out with, what, Lil Baby or somebody. And, hanging out at the strip club or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was doing the, the Lemon Pepper Wings again, like uh, – Yeah, him out with Lemon Pepper, Pepper Lou, Lou. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to get his Lemon Pepper Lou on and shit. But um, speaking of um, – let's talk about that team, Lemon Pepper Lou, with the Clippers. You saw um, Paul George signed a max contract, five years, 190, I think. So, Playoff P got his paper. <laughs> That's what the P stands for, is for Playoff P is his paper. Yeah. <laughs> Black man, get your money. Black man, get your money. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> But I mean, I'm kind of, I'm looking forward to, uh, I'm looking forward to the, um, to the new season. I am. I'm glad we in basketball back soon again. Yeah. December 22nd, regular. It's starting season. to feel a little bit, it makes us feel a little bit normal. So mm-hmm. it's good to see him back in the UC. No bubble. Yeah. Yeah. The Bulls weren't invited to the bubble anyway. They, they only invited too- only invited good teams to the yeah, bubble. Yeah, they were too bad. <laughs> you can't go in the bubble if you suck. <laughs> <laughs> invited to the bubble. <laughs> Terrible <news>. <laughs> <laughs> No. But um it's just you know, we want some sense of normalcy now. And looking at basketball, even though the stands are empty, but I mean you had like Stacy and um the new guy, I forgot who the new guy was. New, um play by play. I mean, they, yeah, doing it. So I they, mean it, they phased Neil Funk's old ass out. They retired. Yeah, he was gonna retire. I mean, it was time for him to retire. Chuck didn't get his shot, but I guess they're gonna just keep too bad he couldn't get his um you know, because of COVID, he couldn't get like it's his just, farewell. A proper send off because the season just proper send off. Yeah. I know they probably had something big planned for him, but it got killed. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's just it's just good to just feel like we're returning to some sort of normalcy because this shit ain't this ain't for the weak at heart. Like it's it's making all of us be a little little bit crazy right now with what's going on. So yeah. But I guess you wanna rap early? I don't know. <laughs> we can rap. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate your support and not another damn podcast. They ended awkwardly like the season ended with the NBA. Sometimes stuff is awkward. Definitely appreciate you supporting not another damn podcast. You want to support us further, give our Facebook page a like. Also subscribe, share, rate, review, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, TLC Talk Radio. What up, Tasha? If you want to get at us on, oh, I forgot about YouTube. That's right. You want to check us out and see what we're doing, our faces, and check us out on the YouTube page. I'll do one of these. There it is. <laughs> and you, 
face. Follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. Also, if you like your 90s and 2K classics, check out my streaming station at OzRadio.net. It's the bomb. Hey, you can check me out, MSIMAH626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, S-E-R-8-G-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter. S-E-R-8-G-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your blogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. Well, I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. We will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone. <laughs>